Welcome, everybody, to The Final Score. I'm the host, Nicholas Marsenov. I am a Saints fan, and I am joined today by four of my best buddies in this whole world. First up, we have Chris. He's a Dolphins fan. Say, ee Chris. ee and I'm very sad. Oh, don't be that sad. You couldn't be sadder than my next buddy, Tanner, the Patriots fan. What's up, Tanner? Hey, you know, I'm a little sad, but at least I'm not a Giants fan right now, man. I'd I'd be crying. I would have to take a week off from this. <laughs> mm. You know who might be crying? It's my other good friend, DJ. He's a Raiders fan. What's up, DJ? Man, I've I've shed all my tears. Um, I I'm 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 okay now. But you know, hey, I, I guess you're you can always look forward to next season. <laughs> and looking forward to the next season is what my little brother does best. He's a Vikings fan. What's up, Ben? Through the Packers. Let's go. that's just a little friendly ribbing on my end because i am the only one of our fan base here who made it to the playoffs unfortunately i would have liked it if we all could have made it to the playoffs but uh this is a show where we will be competing till the end of the super bowl whoever has the best overall record on their predictions will win a jersey out of my pocket and so far these are the rankings you have me who is in first, but only by a smidge. I am currently sitting at 162 to 94, followed by Ben and Tanner, who are the success stories of this season. Uh, they are both tied at 161.95. They are just tickling my butt right now. Followed- no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorically, they're tickling my butt right now. Uh, followed up, we have Chris. He's at 159.97. And then in last place, unfortunately, is DJ, who's at 155 to 101. And it's it's going to be nearly impossible for him to bounce back, unfortunately. So what we're going to be doing uh, is for the playoffs, we will be keeping track of a playoff record as well as the overall. And whoever does best during the playoffs – we are all going to donate or chip in $5 and get the winner of the playoffs something a little bit nice. Uh, what do you guys have to say about the current rankings? Man, it's sad to see me going from the top to the bottom in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what about Ben and Tanner? You guys started from the bottom, now you're here. Oh, we're going to get like matters for that. that. Oh, but just playing. No, I mean, I'm happy. You know, I don't like to toot my own own horn or nothing, but for you guys that are just tuning in and you've been watching for a while, I was – I've been at the bottom of this since week 11. We were discussing that before the show. I've been at the bottom for six, seven weeks now. And for me to go 15-1 and this week, I would have gone 16. But – yeah, I left. I just threw out picks, but I went 15 and one. I think that's one of the best records we've had on the show for a weekly pick. And that has bumped me up from last all the way to tied to second. So we'll see how it goes. I got this good energy going. So maybe it'll carry me through. If not, whatever. I'm just happy to happy to have moved up finally on the board. And it is the best record that we've had in a week. So congratulations, Tanner. Fantastic job. Uh, we're also going to be recognizing who won the, uh, regular season best record and of course that is going to go to me because right now i'm sitting pretty on top of the overall ranking so just a quick little let's yay give little, let's give a little 17 week golf clap here from nick <laughs> much love man <laughs> much love <laughs> let's go ahead and get into these picks so we're not going to go in order of the game schedule we are going to be starting off on the afc's uh, side and just for the funsies we're going to be starting with the number seven seed the indianapolis colts who finished the season at 11 and 5 heading over to the number two seeded buffalo bills who finished the season at 13 and 3 and tanner please break down this game for us all right so this is a very interesting game that we've got here so far. We have the number seven seed, like Nick said, taking on number two seed. So we have the Colts taking on the Bills. Uh, I was looking through some things, and I um, did a little more research this week in terms of my games on everything. And, um, you know, since it's an English class, I copied and pasted something. I'm going to read it to you guys. Plagiarism doesn't count here because it's not mine, but – 
Bills are favored to win 67.5%. That is from ESPN. But let me read something to you. Now, however, there's something I've learned with news sources. you got to be careful who you read it because there isn't indicative bias in anything you read. And this is from Stampede Blue, a Colts fan community website. So just want to throw that out there being honest with you. But listen to this, and then I'll tell you what I think about it. So it goes like this. The Bills offense is very good. The scheme works perfectly with what Josh Allen can do as a passer. The offensive line is good enough to protect for him while he throws to maybe the most well-rounded receiver in the game, Stephon Diggs. Having said that, they aren't balanced. They're not a good rushing team, but I don't really think they need to be. However, I believe the Colts can win this game. Phillip Rivers is far more experienced than Josh Allen, and if one of them were going to lay an egg based on the magnitude of a wildcard playoff game, I would bet on it being Allen. Having said that, relying on a very, very good young quarterback to choke in a game with such talented supporting cast isn't a very good strategy. So saying it's not a good strategy to bet on the Colts. So even if Allen plays well, the Colts can still win. The defense just needs to be perfect, not for 50 minutes, not 55, not 58. The defense needs to be completely perfect for 60 minutes. And if they can do that, the Colts should stop this offense. So I don't know what you guys think about that kind of synopsis. But to me, I know the Colts are a very good defense. But in the very end, what he said right there, they need to be perfect for 60 minutes. I don't think the Colts can be perfect for 60 minutes, so I'm going to go with the Bills. Okay, very well done, very well said. Ben, your pick. Yeah, there's a there's a reason these Colts are the seventh seed, and they just barely squeaked in. Like, uh, I think the Bills are still going to dice them up. I think things are kind of up in the air with Stephon Diggs playing and Cole Beasley, but – even then, I think Josh Allen, he's, he's playing on a high level. And, I mean, how many playoff wins does Phillip Rivers actually have? Anybody know off the top of their head? No, I don't. Hmm. Uh, Let me Google that for he, you real quick. He, he never made talking. it to the playoffs that often because he was always on the Chargers. Well, yeah, right. There was, there was a while where Phillip Rivers, Phillip Rivers was in charge, uh, you know, of the AFC West. However, uh, with loaded talent, like Ladanian Tomlinson, Sean Merriman, and all those uh, soon-to-be Hall of Famers, um, he wasn't able to pull it off. And I think that speaks volumes for uh, what Philip Rivers can do, um, you know, in the playoffs. And he did all that, you know, or had that opportunity at a very young age. He's 38 now, almost 39. Um, we'll see. So he's reached the playoffs seven times and does not have a very good record at it. <laughs> Only seven times. Jeez. Yep. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. Yeah, give me some bills on this action. Okay. DJ. Um, you know, I'm going to say, um, like the disclaimer that Tanner dropped from that Colt fan uh, article, um, you know, I, I, I can – definitely feel where that article is coming from because it sounds a lot like a Raiders fan talking about the team from every matchup that they have, hoping that they'd be able to pull it off uh, by some fault of the other team. However, um, you know, if you're really leaning to, to uh, get a win because of a young quarterback that is inexperienced in the playoffs to choke, uh, it's going to take more than just him choking because the Bills defense is extremely uh, – has done extremely well this season. Um, and honestly, I don't think that he's going to choke because the guy has had like three or four maybe 350-plus yard passing games with multiple touchdowns on the ground and everything. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, I, I think the Bills are set to uh, – to make a stance, um, at least for this wild card game, we'll see what the matchup says for uh, the next round. But yeah, I'm going the Bills on this one. Bills all day. So I'm going to just keep it short and sweet. The Bills are just riding too high right now. So give me the Bills, but good on you, Philip. You made the Colts to the playoffs, but I think had Andrew Luck not retired, he could have done the same thing. Uh, Chris? So, <clears throat> as good as the Colfence defense has, 
The Dolphins' defense was just as good, if not maybe a tiny bit better, and they just absolutely got blown back by the Bills last week. And I think the score was like, what, 56 to 28 or something like that? It was bad. Yeah, that was so, the score. Bad. <laughs> so de- the Dolphins' defense couldn't go perfect for 60 minutes. I don't think the Colts' defense is going to go perfect for 60 minutes. So give me the Bills. All right. Well, it seems that we are all going in on the Bills. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, all of these games are very interesting that, and we're going to have to be focusing on. Oh, Oh, my heart just broke. Okay. Well, we're going to move on to the next matchup, and it's it's my second favorite team, the number six ranked team, Cleveland Browns, who ended the season at 11-5, heading over to their division rival, the number three seeded team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who finished 12-4. and Chris, break down this game for us. Okay, so the Browns have a lot of – coaches out they got freaking their head coach out two of their other coaches are out with covid now they got their special team coordinator as intern head coach and uh, the steelers have been sneaky good all season they've they've played like every single bad team and surprisingly have won each one of them and the browns have been looking good they 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 looked okay against the Steelers last week, um, even though they didn't have Big Ben playing. Um, I don't think it's going to be too hard. It's going to be a good game. I can tell you that. It's going to be just basically a rematch of last week. But both these teams, I feel, are going to give their heart out. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to go with the Browns. Um, for those that don't, or actually, I think DJ is the only one that doesn't know this um, in the group right now. Is uh, I'm doing a, a suicide poll where each, like, fourteen of my coworkers, that's including me, got a randomly picked team for the entire playoffs. Uh, buy-in was twenty bucks, so winner will take home two hundred twenty-four dollars, and second place winner will get fifty-six. And I. Uh, had the fortunate and unfortunate pick of the Browns being chosen for me and I'm going to stick by them. I, I, I don't think they'll go far, but I think they could beat the Steelers maybe. Okay. Well, Tanner, do you disagree? Uh, by the way, Chris, did you mention uh, Kevin Stefanski being out because of COVID? Oh yeah. Kevin Stefanski's out. Yeah. I, I did. I, I said head coach and then like two other coaches like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And Betonio and just a lot of key people. Uh, Tenor. Uh, this is interesting. Um, well, I looked it up. Steelers are favored one 67.9%. 67.9% favored. And I think this game will really show you something because this is something, you know, me and the Patriots fan, a lot of people ask me a lot of times is who really runs a team? Is it the quarterback or is it the coach? The same thing with Brady. People, a lot of people ask me, you know, what was the Patriots' success? Was it Belichick or was it Brady? And I think this game is really going to prove it that if the Browns do go, maybe it's not so much who coaches a team. It's rather who's on the field that actually makes the game-winning decisions. Um, in my view, my point of view, I still haven't made that up yet. I don't know if Brady, you know, is just a system quarterback or if Belichick's actually – I still – I want to believe that Belichick's that good. But um, – with me, even not talking, even if you dis- discount anything going on with the Steelers head coach going on and the two other coaches, um, I'm going to go with that 67.9% favoritism towards the Steelers. I'm just going to go for it. It's just how I'm feeling. Ben, you feeling Tanner? Uh, I mean, I'm definitely not feeling Tanner right now or any time previously or in the future. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, Kevin Stefanski, the Browns' head coach, is not just their head coach. He's their offensive play caller. He's the offensive coordinator. And what he did with Minnesota last season, um, what he's done with the Browns this season, it, it makes you wonder, you know, how, how important is his play calling and who's going to be calling plays this week? Special um, teams coordinator. Man. I, I don't know about having your special teams guy out there trying to call the offense. Uh, I assume they're going to be uh, running the ball a lot. 
Uh, the Steelers are getting back players that they sat last week, including Big Ben, uh, TJ Watt. It's They were close last week playing some backups, and now they got their starters, and the Browns are missing a lot of key pieces. It's not fair to the Browns, and I do hope they win. I think they are a very dynamic, agile team. They're young. They feel good. I do hope they win, but I'm going with the Steelers. I think the Steelers are just more likely to pull this out. DJ. You know, um, <clears throat> I, I love this matchup. Uh, division rivalries um, always get me going just because you never know what's going to happen, especially in the playoffs. I mean, you've had the dominant Steelers through the majority of the season just smashing teams, pulling off, you know, uh, close games and whatnot. Um, and then – You've had just a roller coaster, um, like like in a two week interval of being really good and then kind of not, you know, on the other side, which has been uh, my whole deal with them. But every time that I've said negative things about uh, the Browns team and Baker Mayfield stepping up to the plate, he's uh, the, the team and Baker Mayfield has made me eat my words. Um, and you have a really, really young Steelers offense with old man Ben Roethlisberger and a hyped-up Cleveland Browns defense. And because of that, I'm thinking that this might happen again. But <laughs> big fan. Um, oh. I'm going Browns, um, for one, because I hate the Steelers, and two, because, uh, you know, I, I, love, I love the good old underdog story. I mean, that's, that's me. Thank you for not letting me be myself, uh, DJ. Yeah, I got you. I got you, Chris. So, <clears throat> looks like I get to be tiebreaker. And the Browns are my second favorite team. And let me just tell you how thrilled I was whenever I found out the Browns clinched uh, their spot in the uh, playoffs. I was watching that game. And whenever Baker Mayfield slid on third down to pick up the first down and end the game, I, I basically just ran out of my room and I was like, they did it. They actually did it. Uh, it. You know, all I wanted for years was just go 500 and then we'll build on that. They have uh, exceeded my expectations. There was a chance that they could have won the division that last week Pittsburgh should not have arrested their starters, but it should have been for the division title. However, the jets decided to be stupid and win in week 16 and just, fail um but with that being said i know the browns too well and i know they've always been that underdog and they were that underdog for 18 years since the last time they made the playoffs and uh i really hope it's not uh, I, I, i'm going steelers Oh. I was about to say that if Nick went the Browns, I was going to tell Ben, I was like, hey, bro, look at us, bro. We're going to be tied for first now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, it's going to be me and DJ now. Yeah. Steelers defense <laughs> are just too like good. More games to go, but, you know, at least I got them on the Browns. <laughs> you got them. <laughs> at least I can make fun of you guys for picking the Steelers. <laughs> you know what? Hey, you could do a full episode if you want. Just – harping on me like they're your second team and you voted against them i would <laughs> gladly welcome it i'd be like let me have it let me have it uh but let's just go ahead and get into the next matchup it's the number five ranked or number five seeded baltimore ravens who finished the season at 11 and 5 heading to the number four seeded tennessee titans who finished 11 and 5 as well and they almost didn't make it to the number four seed Ben, you're going to be breaking down this game for us. Yeah, so uh, this game is a rematch uh, of last year's divisional round playoff uh, where the Titans walked into Baltimore and slapped the Ravens silly 28-12. to 12. Uh, Now, the Titans, I think the Titans are playing uh, pretty similar how they were playing last year, Derrick Henry is running all over, Tannehill swinging the ball. They're looking good, at least on offense. The Ravens, I said, okay, we're not supposed to be dragging teams around here unless they're Green Bay. <laughs> but I, Lamar Jackson, bro, 
I, I don't like his play style. He, he's going to be running a lot. They have to stop him. If they can stop him running, then they they should be able – the Titans should be able to get this one out. They're, they're doing well on offense. The Ravens defense is having quite a bit of issues this year, uh, especially stopping the pass for some reason. Normally they're really good at that. But, yeah, stop Lamar Jackson doing his little – to run on every single play. I mean, I used to have I, I okay, so I work and, and I'll have the game on on my phone, just like set it out on the counter. I'll go do my work, come back, like look at the phone, and it's always like anytime the Ravens are on offense and they snap the ball, Lamar runs, and I'm like, bro, it, am I watching the same play over and over? It's all they do, man. It's all they do. I don't even know if this man has thrown a pass this season. Someone check those records. Allegedly, he's probably thrown a pass, but I don't believe it. Anyways, give me Titans. Okay. Okay. Uh, DJ, your pick. <clears throat> I, I totally understand where you're coming from, Ben, because Lamar Jackson runs it basically 75% of the time when they're on offense, but that's because it's extremely effective. And uh, I don't mean to uh, have such a quick spoiler alert, but the Ravens are my favorite for the AFC to go into the Super Bowl because they've battled through the last uh, end of the, of the season and have done extremely well. Their defense has picked it up, and uh, I just like them. And I love Lamar Jackson. I think he defies the odds because how, how are you going to game plan a guy who runs faster than your best wide receiver and can throw, you know, just as well as, you know, your average quarterback, you know, let's, let's call him uh, Fitz, Fitzpatrick or something, you know, even though it might be that many times, but Hey, if you hit, you know, nine targets out of 10, you're, you're probably doing something right. I'm going Ravens, baby. Okay. Ravens. Ah. Uh, <laughs> For my pick, this is this is the game I had the hardest time picking because uh, they're very identical. And, yeah, gosh, last week the Titans left a bad taste in my mouth where it looked like the Texans might actually win it in the last minute or so. It was really tough. Uh, and then the Baltimore Ravens, they've been hot. They've been rushing. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens and Tennessee Titans actually played earlier this year as well. And the Tennessee Titans won in overtime. Um, but Lamar Jackson, he's been hot lately, not so much passing the ball, but he leads his own team in rushing. Uh, fun fact, the, in terms of rushing, the Baltimore Ravens are number one in the league and the Titans are number two in the league. So we're probably going to see a lot of rushing unless the Tennessee Titans can stop Lamar Jackson like they did whenever they first met and force him to throw the ball. Um, but I'm going to lean on the whole Lamar Jackson can't win a playoff game. Give me the Tennessee Titans to beat them again. Chris? So, Ben, to answer your question of if he's throwing a pass this week, uh, this entire year he's thrown 376 attempts completing only 246 of the or 242 of them. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has 526 of the uh, attempts. Whoa, so, uh, that's just, a big difference. Yeah, that's a big difference. So he definitely likes to run the ball. Um, unfortunately, I think like Nick said, uh, he is going to be stopped by the Titans defense because if, they, if the Titans could do it last year, they're definitely going to be able to do it again this year. Mm -hmm. uh, Tanner. Oh boy, not so fast. <laughs> oh wait. Yeah. Let me let me explain it how the way I'm thinking it. So obviously you have the Titans beat them last year, right? In the playoffs. But if you look at kind of the games that the Titans versus the Ravens have played, I think the Titans are the better team. I mean, technically they are the number four seed versus number five. They have the same they have record. The third best offense. They do. But the thing about Baltimore is I've said this a lot. Baltimore is dangerous. Oh, my God. Baltimore is dangerous. And you don't know what's going to happen when you go to Baltimore, the football game or the city. 
And um, they're going to Tennessee, though. That's true. That's true. I'm on phone. That's true. Whatever. Right, anyways, well, what? I went off on a rant there. I know. I told myself, well, I'm going to be censored. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be professional. Anyways, here's the professional part. Titans almost lost to the Texans, right? 41 to 38. Um, and then, you know, obviously the Ravens played the Bengals and all that stuff. They played the Giants. They beat the Giants. But um, let's go back here because I have it right on my screen here. Let's go back to week 14. Who beat the Browns? Ravens. The Ravens beat the Browns. Uh huh. Okay. That's how they're then, the fifth seed. Yes. And now, if we go to where was it? Now, if we go to week 13, who lost to the Browns? Titans. The Titans lost. Lamar, here's the thing it is right now on my screen. Where is it? I had it right here. 62.7% favored to win. Today is Lamar Jackson's birthday. So, happy birthday, Lamar Jackson. I doubt you're watching this, but if you are, <laughs> happy birthday. Um, but I don't know. This is the thing is cause it's like, can the history repeat itself? Can we have an upset? Right. All this stuff. But I am going to pick with what I feel, but if I were to pick kind of one upset, I'm picking the Ravens this week, even though the Ravens could be more favored to win. They're the number fifth versus number four seed. I'm going to pick the Ravens just based on that dangerousness that Lamar Jackson has. Same thing about him hiking the ball. I would, it would be very hard if I was a defensive coordinator to know, is Lamar going to run the ball or is he going to throw it? Because if every snap he's running it, it doesn't matter what configurations you put on the, on the angles for wide receivers. We put that. It doesn't matter. You don't know what he's going to do. So it's going to take a very smart offense, which I know the Titans do. The Titans are a very good team, but I may eat this one, but I'm going to go with the Ravens. Okay. I love that pick, man. I love and the analysis is just perfect. It makes so much sense. Sorry, Nick. Sorry, Chris. Sorry. That's yeah. all good, bro. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. It's all we'll good. Be, we'll be laughing on the top of the leaderboard. What the hell are you kidding? <laughs> Wait, Let's, who did Ben pick? I totally he forgot picked the in my Titans. Titans. I picked the Titans. All right. Yep. Man, uh, have you guys ever watched Derrick Henry run? What? Have you guys ever watched Derrick Henry run? Because. Is it just me, or does this man seem like he's running slow without running slow? Yes. I think it's his, like strides are so long because I'm always like he's not even running fast, but he's going yeah. hella far. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. I love that guy so much, but he's got Dan Bilzerian calves. If you guys notice, his whole upper body and like also like from his quads, his knees up, he's absolutely built like the most brew NFL player out there but if you look at his calves they're like like the bottom part of a palm tree man skinny and and a little wobbly I'm not gonna lie I think he has the chance to be the next uh, Marshawn Lynch possibly he's he's doing good he's improving every year I don't think he's gonna make 2000 again next year but he's improving Uh, But with that being said, let's go ahead and flip it over to the NFC. The first matchup that we're going to be talking about is going to be the number seven seeded Chicago Bears who finished their season eight and eight after starting five and one heading over to take on the number two seeded New Orleans Saints who finished the season 12 and four. I will be breaking down this matchup. Uh, this is a rematch of a game that happened earlier this season where the Saints won in overtime. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky barely played in that game, but the Saints still won the game. Uh, the Saints are also getting Michael Thomas back from injury reserve, which we found out wasn't because he hurt his ankle again, but they put him on injury reserve because it wasn't healing as fast and Sean Payton decided we needed everybody to be healthy when playoffs come around. So it was a strategic move. As far as Alvin Kamara, who missed last week because he decided to go to a strip club without a mask, he could possibly return on Sunday. He will not get to practice with the team. He will just have to go in and play. Um, so th- there's that. Uh, and it's also a Nickelodeon game. So for the first time ever, the playoffs 
one game is going to be held on Nickelodeon. It's a family-friendly version of it. And I believe they actually said SpongeBob might be talking about the game or something like that. Uh, <laughs> I might actually watch it on Nickelodeon just to see what it's all about. But, um, yeah, so that's interesting. As far as this matchup, uh, the Saints have the 12th-ranked offense in the league. The Bears have the 26th. In terms of defense, the Bears have the 11th-ranked defense and the Saints have the 4th-ranked defense. Uh, the Saints have the 19th-best passing attack to the Bears' 22nd. As far as rushing goes, Saints lead 6th overall to Bears' 25th overall. They're going to – the Bears are definitely going to be better on rush defense and try and make Drew Brees throw. And honestly – so I'm, I'm going to get a little sentimental here. I don't know if you guys saw, but there's been numerous reports about Drew Brees is going to be retiring once this season's over. And as a Saints fan, that kills me because he's been my favorite quarterback. He's been the only quarterback that I've known for the Saints. Um, and yeah, I understand. He, he hasn't been the same Drew Brees as years ago of late but if there's if there's a team that can give us one last glimpse of the old drew Brees, it'll be the bears they don't have a great passing defense in fact they give up a lot of the short dink and dunk uh games and that's what drew Brees has been doing lately so we might be able to see drew Brees light up the scoreboard one more time and if the Saints can't win in New Orleans, or if they can't win the Super Bowl, I hope they lose in New Orleans. Just so they, he can retire in a stadium full of fans chanting, thank you, Drew. So that's what I'm going with. But I, hopefully he can get one more win in front of those fans in the playoffs. So give me the Saints. And Chris, you're now Shaq. Uh, yeah, give me just give me just like a second. I, I had a okay. So I found it really interesting that you said that it's going to be on Nickelodeon. But the only way I will watch it on Nickelodeon is if I see this happen. I have to see this. <laughs> I want to watch it on Nickelodeon. Much of got to be seeing the halftime show, or you know, I I know they don't really get a halftime show, but he has to be singing the Sweet Victory. That's the only way I'm going to be watching it on Nickelodeon. But with that being said, I'm going to go with the Saints because I don't feel like the Bears belong here. I know we said not to rip on the teams, but the Bears don't belong here. Eight and eight, no. Just, no. no. The only key players that they have, or excuse me, player, is Khalil Mack. Like you said, they might be uh, choking up the Saints on the run defense. But other than that, I, I, I think the Bears are going to end up bearing it and uh, losing. Danner? I'm going to go with the Saints. Uh, this one's more of the easier picks as far as what's coming on this week. Um, Saints are favored to win 78.9%. That's almost 79% favored to win this game. So um, there's not much else to say about this game. I think, you know, you hit it on the head pretty well, Nick. And Chris already talked about Nickelodeon. So 78.9, give it, give it, give me the Saints. Ben? All right, this is going to be a tad surprising. But do you know who's enjoying the discount double check right now? <laughs> it's Dodge Joker up in Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, bro. He, he sucks ass. I hate him so much. <laughs> <laughs> and the Saints are going to win this one. And, and, and he's coming for that stupid Green Bay team up there sitting at number one. Yo, give me, give me Dr. Double E.S. Breeze Tony on this one, bro, because <laughs> you know, the Saints are going to get it done. DJ. Um, you know, I love everything that you said, Nick, about Drew Breeze because, hey, I am a big Drew Breeze fan. I think he's a, a hell of a quarterback. He's a good dude. Um, you know, he he had his peak season last season um, by breaking Tom Brady's passing. Um, well, he had it first. They went back and forth. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Like I said, he he had he had some accolades to which he you know um, kept for being you know just a boss through his career there. And uh, you know, I think last year was the peak. This year, it's it's been kind of the same story of last year, but not as much uh, stats to go to it this year. And because of that, and with the possibility of Alvin Kamara. Hey, man, defense wins championships. And I don't think that the Bears are going to win championships, but I think they're going to shock the world. And beat Ooh. Ooh. All right. Well, I know who's not getting invited back next week. <laughs> uh... <laughs> hey, I got to say, guys, um, the Bears' defense is fucking sick, dude. They they are they're, – they're, they're sick. And – um, I, I, uh, whatever you guys want to say about, oh, offensive weapons, this and that, it's like, it's going to be a tight game and the Saints are going to be like scratching their heads like, what is happening here? And then, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be held out, uh, with, with Mitchell Trubisky. There's just three things I want out of this game. If the Saints are going to lose, I want it to be at home. So the fans can chant, thank you, Drew, as he walks off. Uh, secondly, is no more miracles. You know, lose clean if you're going to lose. But thirdly, leave it all out on the field, Drew. Leave it all out on the field. I was going to say, I'm oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. I was going to say, DJ brought up a very good point. Um, you know, you can talk offense, but defense, defense is the one who wins games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. Uh, this is the Sunday game. Uh, I believe it starts at one ten our time, uh, Pacific. But let's just go ahead and jump into the next matchup. It's going to be a interesting game. It's the 10-6 and six Los Angeles Rams, who are coming in as the sixth seed, heading over to the three seed, their division rival, the 12-4 and four Seattle Seahawks. And, DJ, you're going to be talking about this game for us. Man, I love this matchup. It's such a good and fun game to see. Um, you know, division rivalries, they're the funnest ones to watch because you never know what's going to happen. And the division rivalry that we have on our hands here, this one's big. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me get my let me get the Bears out of here for a second. <laughs> I can't be going on with uh, the Bears lingering in my, uh, you know, in my head on this one. Especially if I if I might have made a terrible pick on it. <laughs> um, but uh, going back to the Seahawks and the Rams, uh, such a fun game. Uh, just the. The NFC West division in itself with the Cardinals and uh, the Rams, the Seahawks. I mean, you know, that that division is always up for grabs because all those teams have such talent and, uh, you know, everyone's fighting uh, for that number one spot. And both were one and one in the regular season, which was pretty crazy. And um, we've seen... Uh, great play from the Seahawks with Russell Wilson having an MVP can- MVP campaign uh, for the 2020-20 season and then kind of sliding off and then everyone kind of scratching their head, you know, wondering what's going on with the Seahawks. Uh, and then you have, you know, kind of the opposite with the Rams and the Rams started off very slow, then kind of had a little spike in the get- in the middle of the season and then got it going towards the end, but, uh, you know, still a little up and down. And then this past game, you know, you have a surgery, a thumb surgery for Jared Goff, their number one guy to really give them a solid push through this wild card, through this wild card game. And, uh, you know, they, they had their backup, uh, the, the accountant. I forget his name. Do you guys remember his name? Uh, John, uh, John yeah. John what? Wolford. Wolford. Wolford, yeah. And, uh, you know, hey, uh, if you're an accountant and are, um, you know, have a big following on link, LinkedIn uh, like that guy, you know, I, I would have just invested everything on myself to, uh, to win that game. Um, so here's the news on Jared Goff that he has been at a limited capacity practicing. They're not giving anyone, uh, you know, a full 100% whether or not he will be the starting quarterback for this game. 
for I think that's just kind of a mind game for these NFL teams prior to the actual live game to where Jared Goff, in my opinion, will be the starting quarterback for this game. And um, like I said earlier about the Bears, defense wins championships. And here's the comparison. Top 10 defense is the Rams. The 30th or 31st overall defense is the Seattle Seahawks, at least in the secondary. Um, and with that, it's, uh, it's really hard when you know a team so well, you know, to be able to, to game plan against your weaknesses, right? Um, so with that being said, this, this game, it being, you know, the big, the big, you know, third time matchup for both of these teams. Uh, for me, I, I think that the Rams are going to get it because of that solid defense we've seen uh, in multiple games that when you shut down one of your biggest impact players from the game, it's hard to pull it off. Um, and that's exactly what Jalen Ramsey has done with DK Metcalf. And for whatever reason, when Russell Wilson can't find DK Metcalf, that electrifying offense just plummets. And uh, I think with all the marbles on the table, I think the Rams are going to come out with a, with a victory. So I, I love what you were saying. And <sighs> the surgery on the thumb worries me just because I don't know how 100% he's going to be, but I think he's going to play because – it's the playoffs. It's one and you're out. Uh, John Wolford, he did not look that great to me. But in the playoffs, for me, defense wins championships, but I also look at which quarterback I trust more. So in this matchup, do I trust Jared Goff more or do I trust Russell Wilson more? And I think that Russell Wilson, he's going to find plays and he's going to win this ball game. Chris? Yeah, both of you just freaking messed me up on this one. I, w- <laughs> I love it. So I, I want to kind of go Rams because I was talking with one of my coworkers and he said that even if Jared Goff doesn't start, he was saying that John Wolfert would be a suitable replacement even though Did he didn't do the watch good. that game? The dude sucked. The <laughs> only reason he, he said it, is okay. He he's a Rams fan. He's been a Rams fan for how? Oh, no, long? I don't know how long. Huh? Nothing. Okay. Um, <laughs> he said that he liked what he saw in the terms of that he cared about his his uh, his offense. Like he wanted to be like that guy that would be like, oh, you know, it. I, I don't I don't exactly remember what he was saying, but I kind of like zoned out when he was talking. So. Anyway, I'm I'm gonna just go Seahawks. I'm gonna be the safe pick. Wait, hold okay. on. You zoned, you zoned out when I was talking? No, 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 no. no. When my coworker was talking. <laughs> no, no, yeah, he was talking about how good um how good their backup was, but uh I don't I don't know. I, I'm I, like like Nick said, I, I'm gonna go with the QB I trust. Tenor, who are you going with? This guys break up. Bring up really good points, DJ and Nick combined, and Chris. But here's the deal: Seahawks are favored to win fifty-nine point one. Ooh, not but a big that's, margin. That's not a big. It's not that much though. It's still within that ten five to ten percent margin. It is a little more comforting that the Seahawks could. But um, let's not remember though. Kind of the thing is, is that. The Seahawks offense, I mean, they are told four, but they get shut down. They get shut down bad, you know? So if if the Seahawks, you know, because the Rams do have the best one of these. So it's it's hard for me. Like, I'm almost biting my nails trying to think about this game because it could go either way. But kind of um, here's the deal. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. But if the ball goes on the one-yard line – and I see Russell Wilson cock his <laughs> hand back. I'm texting you telling me to pick the Rams, change my pick to the Rams. So give, yeah. let's make it that. Okay, Ben. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the cat of wisdom. Yeah, I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing some Seahawks winning this one. 
don't, I don't like, yeah. That's how he got to second place. Yeah. I trust an accountant up against, you know, a failing Cardinals team, but this is the Seahawks. They're, they're leading the division. They had a chance at the number one seed last week. Um, Their defense is playing a lot better. You know, Russell Wilson, Metcalf, that connection's on point. I, I don't have any reason to believe it won't be there this week. Um, it's just the safer pick. Uh, I think they were originally saying Goff was um, projected to play, but then they started saying that maybe his thumb was a little bit more serious than uh, previously thought. Mm. So give me Seahawks. Watch DJB at the top and laughing at us now. Oh, man. No way his I whole... had the cat, bro. That's true. He did have the cat. <laughs> the, the cat connection. Well, let's just go ahead and get into the last matchup of the week. It's going to be the number five seeded Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, who finished the season 11-5, and five, heading over to the number four seeded Washington football team, who finished the season at 7-9. and nine. Tanner, can, you're going to be breaking. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry to cut you off. But how is Washington seeded number four? Please, somebody explain that to me. The Bears are seeded number seven. They're not a wild card spot. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's disgusting. It's absolutely <laughs> disgusting. I'm awful, I'm honestly baffled. I didn't realize that until you said it that they were number four. But I'm just like, I'm blown away. Yep. Yeah. I'm shooketh. Shooketh, Tanner, break down this gameth. All right, you got it. So let me start talking here. So we have the number fifth seed, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, taking on the number four seed, Washington, who is seven and nine. The only team to have a negative uh, overall score right now, making the playoffs at number four seed, which was Chris was talking about, which is absolutely ludicrous. You know, stop the playoffs, stop the count. But regardless of that, what we're going to do is I'm going to talk about this thing that I found online, which kind of, I think, explains it better than I ever could when I was trying to write and look up my stuff for this week. So the Buccaneers lost to the Bears 20-19 to a week four. Heartbreak, right? Washington beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 23-17 to week 13. That's when we all kind of thought, okay, maybe the Steelers aren't as good as we proposed they are. They just had a cakewalk 11-0, and now they're actually starting to play some real teams. Um, but anyone seeking a formula for a Washington upset must turn to those games. If Young and the others can harass Brady into some turnovers, Smith should be able to convert a few short touchdown drives and keep things close. As several midseason losses illustrated, Brady's late-game comeback magic just ain't what it used to be. And I think that's fair for us to say. But, however, one thing to take from the Washington Buccaneers playoff preview is that an upset is possible it's not like when we were talking about the saints and bears where there i mean there is there is an upset it totally is possible but um i didn't look at what the percentages are but the percentages for that game was 80 percent favored the saints however um and i hate that this guy wrote this at the end here but he said and it's a so one thing to take from this washington buccaneers playoff review is that an upset is possible and it's a little like the giants formula for super bowl victory against the uh, Brady's Patriots in Super Bowl 42. I hate that Super Bowl and 46. I also hate that Super Bowl. But um, the more likely scenario is the Buccaneers route that starts as soon as Washington goes three and out a few times. So with that being said, um, an upset is definitely possible in this game. Um, do I think it's going to happen? I, I don't believe it. 11 and 5 and 7 and 9. But again, this is the playoffs and anything can happen. And all that matters. Obviously, the this, this season, which is now postseason, postseason, that's in the past. But what really matters is how you play now. And that's all that matters. Doesn't matter if you have the worst record, like Washington being 7 and 9 versus the Buccaneers 11 and 5. All matters is this one game and it's gone. You're, no one cares about your record anymore. But if I had to choose one, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. Okay. Thank you very much. Ben, your pick. Uh, I agree with Tanner. I think that this is a very upsettable game in, in a way that uh, Washington could squeak it out, especially if Tampa Bay has one of their games. They've had a few this season where they just fall apart. They're not playing together, and uh, they, they look a mess. I don't think it's going to happen this Sunday. They seem to be on a decent rhythm uh, since their bye. 
And, uh, you know, I, I, do I think they're going to make it to the big dance? No, I don't. But uh, I think they're going to get through this week with an easy dub over Washington. So give me Tampa Bay. Okay. DJ, your pick. Um, another spoiler alert. Uh, I have the Buccaneers um, as being the NFC Super Bowl um, representative. Opponent. Yeah, representative. Uh, so, I yeah. thought you meant upset alert about this game. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> no, I was I was going uh, on on the opponent, the NFC opponent uh, to the AFC opponent for the Super Bowl. Um, the past three games, I, I mean, this whole season, this whole season I've been watching the Bucks. I'm like, you know what, with all that talent, this is, this is living proof that it doesn't matter how much talent that you have, that it still takes a lot of time to really mesh all that talent to start clicking on full cylinders to actually start dominating the game, right? It's like, dude, you, you look at all these all these players, phenomenal players, uh, big names on the Bucks, and then you're watching through the season, you're like, damn, like, you know, like all that talent, and they're not doing anything. These past three weeks, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have shown that they have gotten everything together, and they are just absolutely laying it down. Uh, through every game. Um, so I'm going with the Buccaneers on that one, especially with Tom Brady on his last hoorah. I'm not really sure that he's going to come back the following season because there's no way that you could pay, keep paying Tom Brady for being 43, 45, 40, 46, you know, 52 uh, to be the quarterback of your team. So um, with that, you know, I, I'm going with Tampa Bay. This is this is the one and done year for them with all that talent because after after this, with the Rob Gronkowski, with the Leonard Fournette, all those guys, you, you're not going to be able to keep everyone together. So uh, the past three weeks, I mean, did you guys see that game against against the Detroit Lions? They absolutely smashed him. They actually smashed them. It was like they they had zero points up until like the last five minutes of that game, uh, and that was two weeks ago. And then they put the smack down this past week uh, as well. And uh, I think that's going to continue through the playoffs. Okay. Well, <sighs> since it's my pick now, uh, I, so the last two times the seven and nine team has made it to the playoffs. They always get one win and it's probably from teams underestimating them. However, Tampa Bay is not – Tom Brady is not the kind of guy to underestimate a team. Uh, he's learned his lesson a long time ago, and they're, they're going to win. So I, I totally agree that with what Tanner was saying from that one article that the way that you have to win this game, how you have to pull an upset, is you have to stop Tom Brady – uh, and pressure him because he he's at the point in his career where he does not want to get hit. He's too afraid to get hit. Um, but you're also going to have to be in a shootout uh, because of Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, uh, Antonio Brown just going off. I don't think Alex Smith can keep up with that, unfortunately. Alex Smith is winning comeback player of the year, but he's he's not a shootout guy. He's not He's a game manager. Uh, so I think Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, they're going to win this game handily. But, uh, Chris, your pick and the last one of the episode. I'm about to shock the world. No, really? Yes. So (gasps) reason for that, I'm looking at the Buccaneers last, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six games. In the last six games, they have went five and one. Not the big point, but if you look at the last six games, they lost to the Rams. They won against – or they lost to the Chiefs. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. They went four and two. My bad. Lost to the Rams, lost to the Chiefs, won against the Vikings, won against the Falcons, totally demolished the Lions, and then won against the Falcons again. Those last four are against pretty damn shitty teams. I, I, I'm not going to lie. Hey, and what? Uh, I'm sorry, Ben. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
right. Okay. Uh, shitty teas aside from the Vikings. Wow, word, word. Uh, so. <laughs> no, 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 no. Definitely, if that's easy, that's the easy schedule. But I just feel like Washington is not a four and eleven fal or four and twelve Falcons or the Lions who could not honestly find their team at all this year. And you know what? I think this is going to be the upset that drives Brady to retiring after the season, possibly. Ooh, interesting. Now, Chris, let, let me just let me just say one thing. See if I can sway you just a little bit. Okay. In a must-win game for the division last week, the Washington football team was only able to put up 20 points and had Doug Peterson not taken out uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, it really looked like the Philadelphia Eagles were going to win. And I think we would all agree that with even with the Philadelphia Eagles missing all of those key players, uh, if it was Tom Brady, Tom Brady would have been like, just kill them right then. I don't know. I, I'm honestly not even comfortable picking the Washington football team. You know what? Fuck it. Hey, I, stick I'm, to your – Oh, no. Oh, I was going to say stick to your thing, bro. I was no. going to say stick to your thing. No, because uh, all you know, that research. That, uh, yeah, all that research went to, just down the shitter. I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have said anything. Then again, you know what? Now that I'm, I, I, look, I looked, what? Chris, I just want to say, just to just to make you feel better about the research that you did, dude. The Rams, they're what like number one overall defense in the league, yep. or like somewhere between number one and number three. They lost to the Rams 24-27. Yeah. And then the Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, fuck, they're the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Buccaneers, as much talent as they have, they haven't been showing their full potential in the middle of the season. Mm. Uh, but they lost to Kansas City 24-27. So, I mean, hey, you know, don't – Anything don't... can happen. Yeah. But no, now, now that I'm looking at the Washington football team's last few games, they lost to the Panthers – they lost yep. to the Seahawks. Yep. They just barely squeaked by the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they, they beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. But, I mean. If I remember, the 49ers weren't even at their own home stadium. They were in Arizona. Yeah. that Yeah. So, both teams were on an away team. But, Chris, let me tell you, dude. <laughs> we're trying to sway him dude. back. No, no, no. I just, I just want to reiterate this point. I just want to reiterate this point to him. Obviously, the postseason has some implications for what the future could look like, but that doesn't always mean it's true. Remember, all that matters is this game. If yeah, they, you know, if it, exactly if it's, why I went for the Bears against the Saints, baby. If it's, <laughs> if it's the one game that puts me behind, I'll be fine to take the Washington football team. Don't worry. You're already behind, man. Got Wait, are you, are you now going Washington? Yeah, I'll go Washington. Uh, go just Washington. to be different. Just Bro, to be I've been updating. I've never update the list during one of these recordings, but I was like, "Oh, there's only six games. I'll do it this time." So <laughs> now I've updated it twice <laughs> for you. I just want to mention it real quick because I thought it was hilarious. I I was watching that uh, Washington Eagles game where when they changed out quarterbacks for the Eagles. Um, I don't remember the name of the guy they put in, but uh, he was a slap. Uh, I love it when the the announcers jinx the hell out of the game. It was it was Chris Collinsworth or Al Michaels. One of them said, "Oh man, you know he's got to be feeling some nerves right now. Uh, his hands are probably shaky." Immediately next play, fumbles the ball for a loss, gives it right <laughs> back to Washington. I couldn't believe I was laughing my ass off so hard. Uh, well. Thank you, everybody who's still watching or listening up to this point. It really means a lot to us that you guys are tuning in every week. Last week, we had our biggest episode since week two. Uh, so thank you guys so much uh, to everyone who's listening on Spotify or any other podcast link. We thank you so much. Uh, it really does mean a lot to us. Let's just go ahead and say a quick round of go teams. What do you guys say? So I'll start. Let's go Saints. Let's go Browns and, and football team. We can't forget about the football team. <laughs> Ted or Ben. Uh, I'm sorry for being so hard on the Packers. I'm not. 
<laughs> yeah, me neither. Screw the Packers, bro. Uh, uh, I mean, for me, bro, I'll say, you know, let's go Bucks. I'm kind of on the fence of whether I want to say let's go Ravens because obviously we don't like the Ravens, but I think it's a little better than the Bills, so let's go Ravens too. Let's go are Bucks. We, are we doing our – Man, let's go Browns. Are we doing our Super Bowl picks from there? Oh, not right now. Not right now. No, 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 no. No. Oh, oh that's not that's – No, not. no, we're just saying in general, just – Go whatever team. All Go right. Saints. Well, who do you guys think is going to – all right, we're at the very beginning right now. Oh, know, my God, guys. We need to wrap this up. It's like an hour long. <laughs> we're okay, six well, games. I was gonna say. Let's do, let's do our, our flex with a pick. Yeah, let's flex, flex so we can do it on the Insta. Ben? There we go. Hold on, hold on. Take the screenshot like this. <laughs> love it. Love it. All right. And that's the final score. Thank you and good night.